Okay, guys. Uh, this is uh, Peculiar Objects. This is uh, R4A into uh, the weird, the amazing, the wonderful world of 80s kids bike adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, which Kids is something on bikes. I am dun, dun. so excited dun, dun, dun. about. But I'm your host, Anthony Moore. Uh, with me is Casey Hills and Nigel Collins. Yo. Hello. Uh, <laughs> so we are going to uh, do an adventure. Uh, you guys have seen Goonies. You guys have seen Stranger Things. You guys have seen Stand By Me. Uh, you know the gist of these kind of shows. Uh, Kids... Find something, go out on an adventure, things happen to them, and at the end of the day, they realize that uh, the real treasure was the friends they made along the way. Tony, will I still understand and enjoy this game if I don't get what people like about Goonies? Whoa! Uh, So, Casey, I have have a very, very uh, important question to ask you about Goonies. When was the first time you watched Goonies? I was probably 17. Yeah, uh, that's, that's why yeah, you don't like Goonies. Was 100% that's why you don't like, what, like Goonies. Uh, I have Fair asked enough. a ton of people in my life. Every single person who has said they don't particularly like Goonies did not watch Goonies mm-hmm. as a child. You uh, were, uh, at that time, you were the guy grabbing Josh Brolin's arm and driving him off the goddamn cliff. So, like, that's what you associated with watching it's, that movie. It's, it's, it's fascinating okay. because, like... There's a lot of movies that I think we grew up with in our childhood that we fucking loved and went back and I'm like, oh no, this is garbage. Uh, yeah, Space Jam. Like Space too. Jam is the big one for me, uh, and I really hate that I don't really like Space Jam. Mm. But mm. Uh, I mean, I love like I love Space Jam. I'm gonna watch it to infinity. Like I'm never gonna stop watching that movie. I just as an adult, recognize that movie is pretty garbage. If I had watched it as an adult, right. there's no way I would have loved that movie. Uh, but the right. Goonies phenomenon is, I love Goonies. There is nothing bad about that movie when I watch that movie. Okay. <laughs> you know you know what I think takes, takes the place of Goonies in my heart? The Goonies slot is occupied by uh, the Monster Squad. <gasps> yeah. But Which, that's, that's, yes! that's another. It is a ripoff of the Goonies. That is another perfect example. That is another perfect example of this show. I of this genre, like it is still a kids on bike adventure. It is. Um, I hate Monster Squad, ah, but I watched that fuck? at twenty-seven. No, yeah. twenty-eight. Okay, I uh, watched it at yeah, twenty-eight. Do it. Okay. So, you, uh, but this is reasonable. Well, and see, here's the thing. Monster Squad, I rewatched it recently for the first time in quite a long time. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it is just silly with admittedly era-appropriate uh, homophobia and sexism yeah. and a lot of really un-okay stuff. And that's how I felt about um, Goonies when I watched it, except I didn't have a nostalgia filter protecting Goonies from my modern yeah. judgment. Also, I will go on record as saying that Monster Squad has the best and scariest film Dracula oh, yeah. of all time. That dude, when he's walking down and the cops are coming at him and he just bangs ah! Oh, it's terrifying. Also, he's the first Dracula in film history to use dynamite, which is pretty good. <laughs> Let alone, like, grabbing, like, a four-year-old and be like, give it to me, you bitch! Oh, you little bitch! bitch. Oh, God, that was terrible. He felt, the actor felt so bad. He actually, the reason they had to cut back and forth in that scene is because he wouldn't say that to her. He would not say those lines to her face. Oh, that's so wholesome. So they had to cut around it. Exactly! (laughs) He felt really bad about how scared the kids were of him, so he, between takes, he made an effort to befriend them. Okay, I get it. I get why people, if people feel this about Goonies, Mm -hmm. I can at least accept that. Yeah, so thing, and I think that's the thing. Like, like, uh, especially if you are a millennial or a zennial or maybe even Gen X, like these are things that you grew up with. These are things that defined your childhood. Uh, and I think even the current right. Gen Z kids have a great understanding with this because of Stranger Things. I think Stranger sure. Things has kind of yeah. brought a resurgence in this. You have Stranger Things. You have it. Like, like these are timeless stories. Kids go on adventures. Kids do stuff in their childhood. And it really speaks to this kind yeah. of childhood nostalgia that we get. Um, and this is what, what I'm trying to recreate with, with this here. Um, Kids on Bikes, we're going to uh, build one of these kind of stories from the ground up. Uh, and today on our episode, we are actually going to build the entire foundations of how this story takes place. And that is the central, most important character of any Kids on Bikes 
uh, adventure, and that is the town, the evil the mayor, world, oh. <laughs> the world that they uh, live in. Uh, the evil mayor played the by rec center, Kyle McLaughlin. Aww. Who was Wait, the what evil was Kyle mayor? McLaughlin the evil mayor in? Portlandia. Mm-hmm. Oh, he wasn't <laughs> evil in Portlandia. <laughs> <laughs> he was a fucking cloud cuckoo lander uh, in Portlandia. Aww. He was the evil mayor in uh, Land Portlandia. Whatever. Alright, I'll give you I'll, I'll, I'll give you that Kyle McLaughlin's characters uh, could easily be evil underneath because he is still the queen. Well, have you, have you seen uh, so, have you seen the episodes of How I Met Your Mother that he's in? Uh, he the, actually has a phenomenon captain. where if you look at his eyes and not the rest of his face, he looks pissed off and angry and hates he's you. glaring. And then if you That's cover his good, eyes, actually. he's smiling. So he's got this kind of weird huh. uh half evil energy about him almost as if he never came out of the black log ah, there you go <laughs> uh, um we're reading i'm reading the outsider uh to my wife at bedtime it's the stephen king Dude, book and it's uh I'm, being made into a it is series yeah, on hbo yeah, I, not, are you reading i'm it reading it right now actually not to be confused nice. with the classic kids on bike story the outsiders starring, which, that would be which a... i have neither read nor nor seen oh, but i've heard good buddy things. man that that was like a star maker of all sorts of talent coming out of that movie yeah. you got right your on. patrick swayze your tom cruise your rob Lowe, uh oh, your karate wow. kid i had no idea yeah Anyway, my point was that uh, my point was that in the Outsider, there's a um, there's a very creepy man who is described, and I, I consistently mm. picture him as evil evil Dale Cooper yeah. from uh, from the third season. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. Um, anyway, yeah, he's he's clearly Mister Mister C to me because that guy scared the hell out of me. That was a very weird t- season of television, yeah. but mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Twin Peaks. Uh... <laughs> Welcome back to the Twin Peaks cast. It's called the Damn Fine Podcast. Thank you very much. Yeah. And eventually, we're and gonna... it definitely already existed before we yeah, tried to do absolutely. it. Yeah, I'm your co-host, Cherry Pie. Uh... <laughs> I'm New Shoes. I love you, goons. With a spit sound afterwards. <laughs> Those giggles you're hearing now <laughs> is Log Lady. <laughs> it's the, yeah. I would no, I'm just the log. Uh... Okay, we are we are taking too much okay. time. Uh, so, uh, if you guys have listened to any of our other podcasts, uh, particularly Semi-Auto Magic, uh, uh, one of the big elements of the kind of shows we do here is uh, unified world building. Uh, I am your game master in this game, but uh, this game is really uh, of the players. Uh, you guys are going to be the ones who uh, work together to create this city, create this town, create this world that you guys are going to interact in. And that's the nice thing about this game in particular is it is really, really character-driven as opposed to uh, GM-driven. Uh, so you guys mm-hmm. are going to take this story where you're going to want to. I've got a few points along the way that I'm going to make sure you guys stop to, but how you get to those points is completely up to you. And if you bypass those points altogether, well that's up to you as well so Mm. the way it's going to work is uh we have a numbered list of things we need to know about this town i'm going to go through i'm going to ask you guys this we'll have a discussion about it uh ultimately i'm going to come to the final decision as gm sure i need to do what's easiest for me to role play with you guys uh so i may have you guys tweak i may have you guys rethink some stuff uh, after we're finished doing these first eight things where we build up the town, uh, we're going to come to what my favorite part is, and that is uh, rumors. Every town has mystery. Yeah. Every town has intrigue. Every town has those certain idiosyncrasies that make that town unique. Um, every every town has a literal skeleton or two that's found behind the, the Michaels. Uh, or, <laughs> or stuck in the pillar at the Winco. In or, Lancaster. Oh or found behind Lancaster the is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, like every good city, it has a name. And it has a place that it occupies in this country. So, uh, yeah. the first thing I need to know you guys, from you guys is where exactly does our adventure take place? Hmm. How about on the border between Alaska and Canada? Okay. Where Russia is, or <laughs> yep, it's on the border. No, <laughs> yep, nope, it's on the it's on the border of Russia, Canada, and Alaska. Yep, 
yeah, <laughs> I, I like that. So, uh, what time period? Well, here, here's the thing, Tony. Let's. I, I mean, I, I like the back and forth you're you're going for, and this is ultimately your call. So, if that doesn't work, we need to discuss that. Is that because like. Do, does this need to be like a city? Does this need to be a metropolitan setting, so, or so would a smaller town work for this? One one thing that's very important about the way this works. I mean, we can pick whatever we want, but the idea is they want right. a town that a child could reasonably bike through its entirety in a day. So a okay. small town, uh, something that a kid can travel one end to the other without really stressing. We can't hmm. do that in Palmdale. We can't do that in Lancaster. We're no. larger cities. No. So right. we need something okay. smaller than that. Uh, a small town works. My only concern about doing Canada... The Alaskan-Adian border. ...is that it is nighttime most of the time, which adds mm. to a little creepiness <laughs> about it. I dig uh, that. Uh, and it's Nocturnal snowing children. constantly, Ooh. which makes riding on well, bikes difficult. Here's the thing, my friend. That is a common misconception. Um, I, when I moved here to Arizona, made a friend who uh, grew up in Alaska, and he told me that contrary to popular conception, both Alaska and Canada have a wide variety of biomes and ecologies. There are deserts in both of them. There are huge forests. There are, of course, blasted frozen tundras. Naturally, you gotta have that. Mm -hmm. But um, I figured that being closer to... There on the Canadian border, we could um, we could say it was like a more like a more foresty kind of area, maybe a little, sort of a, not maybe maybe not full Twin Peaks, foresty. but uh, uh, Nigel, do you have anything to add to this? I was gonna say um, maybe to do like a, a clash into the forest is a metropolitan type city, but like to where it's the biggest little city uh, in Canada, so it's like it's trying to where it's being industrial as well as having a, the forest background. Okay. It's kind of overshadowing it always. Industrial. Okay. Yeah, we'll do this. Uh, what's the name of our city? Seward's Triumph. Something something easier for me to pronounce. Uh, Fair enough. Well, no, that was because Alaska was known as Seward's Folly because mm-hmm. of geopolitical oh. reasons. So I thought that could be I'll, a fun... I'll say no. um, Spencer's Folly. It's... Spencer's Folly. You think the Spencer that we know is going to be upset about that? I don't know if he'll listen. <laughs> you think he's going to... No, he I won't think... jump on because he's not here. No. The Spencer the Spencer we know, when he hears that, will be delighted at the idea that he made a poor real estate purchase. <laughs> or, like, or, like, or he made a great purchase, right. but sold just too soon. Right. <laughs> like, it's... He'll he'll be tickled by that. It'll be fine. Uh, number two, the- so it's 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 Spencer's folly, and it's known as it's known as SF North. Ooh, nice. <laughs> uh, SF that 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 uh, that assumes then that there is an SF South. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, San Francisco. Ah, <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, that's like if two really douchey bros have an apartment in like Venice Beach and they call it like Vegas West right. or something. Well, it's, it's really interesting because San Francisco is SF North in in California because we mm-hmm. have San Fernando, which is SF South. <laughs> I'll be dead in the cold, cold ground before I recognize San Fernando Valley. <laughs> It'd probably be uh, dead in San Fernando Valley. <laughs> probably. Okay, uh, industry. Uh, every town needs a way to make money. Uh, every town Caribou! Has, uh, fuck you, Casey. <laughs> You're banned from my podcast forever. All right, all right. So it's not caribou, even though that's a totally reasonable industry for an Alaskan town to have. Casey, just because they um, have it does not mean it's an industry. Oh, yeah. Okay, of course, Tony. Just because there's an abundant and self-replenishing natural resource doesn't mean a capitalist society would automatically yeah, right. exploit that's it. Why, sure. That's okay. why Palmdale's major industry is not tumbleweeds. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. It's corrupt mayors. Uh, uh, all right. So what's a good industry for this town? Uh, furniture. I mean, lumber, lumber seems obvious. Ooh, furniture. Yeah, I was going to say. Fine yeah. Fine Alaskanadian yep. furniture, mm-hmm. yeah. They have sure. a very specific type of trees up there that you can't yes. find anywhere. Uh, and and uh, what is the name of this type of tree? 
furniture. You guys can make up a tree yourself. Like, it doesn't have to be a real-life tree, but I like that. So, we'll say um, they have very, very unique trees uh, in this... Unique trees in this uh, city. Uh, uh, I was going to say uh, Mooseport trees. City. Mooseport trees. Uh, what are yep. they closely related to? Uh, um, I, I want to say... Maple. Yeah, but like... Um, like the shape of it looks like uh, moose horns. That's why they call okay. them. Uh, yes. So Mooseport, okay, Mooseport trees are maple are uh, relatives of the maple tree. Uh, right, Mooseport trees. And, they, and Gene Hackman's acting career. <laughs> um, uh, and enhanced and Ray Romano's acting career. I wanted yep. to be mayor. And get a very brief mention. They, and they get a very brief mention in Cloudy with a Chance of right. Meatballs. Uh, the <coughs> trees God, themselves. It really is. Bill Hader is a national treasure. Uh, trees themselves. Holy shit, is that Bill Hader as Flintlock? Yeah. What is he? Yeah. I never put that together. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of Bill Hader until recently for the same reason I wasn't a fan of uh, Amy Poehler for a long time, mm-hmm. which is that when you're good at playing annoying characters, people just assume you're an annoying person, which is not necessarily yeah. the case. Yeah, but we just watched Barry. Holy shit, is that it is guy fantastic. An He's really great in Skeleton Twins as well. Look with what on earth is like, skeleton? Twins? It's him and Kristen Wiig uh, playing twins, moose. and um, okay. they're going back to the town that they grew up in, and they're just dealing with trauma from there. Uh, Any oh, primary? Cool. Yeah, okay, so we're actually uh, we're so, going to say the major industry of the town is uh, lumber, is wood, sure. because then we have our town is famous for. Uh, we can okay. say their famous furniture, and I like that. Uh, if there is something else that you want the town to be famous for, um, sure, uh, Mooseport furniture. So what else? What else is the town famous for? Uh, it is famous for the brief period in the 1800s uh, when it attempted to secede from both. Uh, Canadian and American control and be its own little micronation. What, what, what year did uh, Alaska join the Union? 56. Well, well, Alaska in 56, yeah. Okay, so it tried to secede from Russia and, Cana- and no, Canadian no, no. control. It was yelling at America under Canadian control. So, so uh, okay, what we'll say is instead of them trying to become their own nation, that uh, the city of Spencer's Folly uh, tried to join the United States Union, trying to secede from nah. Canada. Uh, mm-hmm. Trying to West Virginia this bitch. Uh, right. Brief period uh, of time in the 1800s when they tried to secede from Canada and join the U.S. Union. Uh, we'll say it's yeah. the 18. 18- saw which way the We'll say going. it's the 1860s. Nice. Because sure. that is when uh, the South was trying to secede from. Uh, oh, and they're like, we'll yeah. take its place. The United States. <laughs> nice. We'll be a fancy hat for That's you, America. very good. Okay. <laughs> we'll be a fancy hat. Hey, uh, did you guys realize that this is literally the year 20 XDX? That is true. Yeah. Time for some Mega good. Man adventures. <laughs> Time for Stinko Man and 1-Up to come on. There we go. Uh, <laughs> wait, what? what is it in Mega Man, then? Is it 20 XDX, too? I think it's like 2020x. Okay. In, or tw- or 2000x in Mega Man. Man, I miss I miss Homestar Runner. Are they still making stuff or is it They are very occasionally and sporadically putting things out. They're pre- you can pretty much rely on them for a new Halloween tune every year and the usual Halloween costume roundup afterwards, uh, but um other than that it's been very Canada, sporadic. Uh, at the same time yeah. Time. Well, see, here's the thing. That at the at that time, South. at that time, Canada was still directly a British colony, and I'm I'm saying this truly. I believe this is the case. Mm-hmm. And they weren't they weren't their own established country yet. So mm-hmm. technically, they would have been trying to secede from British control. Okay. Trying to secede uh, from why? Uh, because they wanted to join the Union. Why? They were staunch abol. They were staunch abolitionists, and they believed in the cause that the Civil War was being fought over. Okay. Uh, staunch abolitionists. Uh, missionists. Good. Uh, our town is infamous for... 
what's the thing that our town is like oh we don't really want to people know like uh lancaster is the world headquarters of the flat earth society uh so something like that something that uh people are like oh lancaster isn't that that town that uh hires Uh, nazis as mayors and have mayors that punch innocent citizens just because they asked <laughs> for their name at the video store they worked for. Uh, okay, I, first of all, I punched him. He didn't punch me, but... Um, he caught those hands real quick. How, he did. I was like, hey, Mr. Mayor, catch. And he did. Um, That's my policy on that. How about... Elect this! How about... Um, <laughs> I'm gonna call these my votes and cast them. No. Alright, so how about... Uh, when this secession movement was underway, there was a uh, there was a quisling. There was an element in the town that tried to sell them out to the Confederacy. Oh, there you <laughs> and go. keep in mind, this is this is nowhere near where the fighting's happening. This is the weirdest little proxy war being fought in a tiny satellite oh, town of North. Yeah, they were like and um, so. It's, they were like uh, South sympathizers, and they would like. Exactly. Yeah. So they like they were backing them for a bit. Like half the town was backing them. It was like a. So like, it's it's a so, real so, it's a real like Jedediah Springfield okay. Hans. No, what you're basically situation. saying, and I'll, I'll I'll put this in. Oh no. Um, uh, Spencer's Folly had their own mini American Civil War in a Canadian yes! town, but but it was it was a civil civil war because they're they Canadians. Canadians. Yeah. yeah. It was of course uh, very so they verbal had, instead of uh, violent. The mini civil. Civil War. This is so good. Uh, war <laughs> that took place. And here's the thing: Canadians don't actually own slaves. Mm-hmm. They were just arguing over the idea that maybe uh, Americans should own slaves or not. Yeah, man. Brad Pitt was the Canadian hero in Twelve Years a Slave, so it, it syncs up. The mini Civil, Civil That's War. That's true. Brands. Britain. Britain abolished slavery 30 years before the Union did. Uh, So at this point, yeah, they they probably would not have had slaves or had a stake in that. Although, interestingly... Sympathizers. So the... Britain supported the North in the war for a couple of reasons, one of which was the North said, hey, England, you know how you're a tiny island that can't grow enough food and how we give you all of it? You want that that arrangement to keep going? (laughs) How about you don't support the South? But um, most of Britain supported abolition in the United States because they thought that if the South won and slavery was reinstated nationwide in the United States, that slavery would be reinstituted in Britain. And they didn't have a moral objection to that, but like two generations had passed of them not having slaves there. And they were worried that if like cheap labor, you didn't have to pay came back. Well, how is some poor cockney drunk going to have any kind of job? Mm. Right. (laughs) So it was, it was completely out of selfish economic fear that they supported abolition. (laughs) So, uh, what I'm going to say is, uh, the Canadian uh, pro-South mm. sympathizers are the only people in history that can say, no, this is only about states' rights. We are only fighting about <laughs> states' rights. Uh, we, don't particularly like, we don't particularly like slavery. We don't think slavery should be a thing. But damn, yeah, damn you yeah, all yeah. to hell, we are going to defend this, the, the South's it's right the to govern themselves. <laughs> That's why it's so infamous. States' rights. States' <laughs> rights to do what, Deborah? <laughs> like... <laughs> Own people. That's yeah. the argument. Run it how they see fit. <laughs> okay. Uh, economically, how is this town? Is it good? Is it bad? Like, like uh, they have a major industry, and it seems like they have a unique uh, aspect to this industry. Product. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's so up and coming. The... Like it's like I think it like it's really taking off, and that's why like it's they went probably originally small town, and then recently they're starting to turn into a city. Okay, yeah, I like this. Uh, up yeah. and coming. So. They're, they're, they're starting to grow specifically because it's it's 1980X, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Roughly-ish. Yeah. So, like, the kind of yuppie styles that are becoming uh, prevalent and in high demand are particularly suited to moosewood crafting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so up and coming. Uh, yeah, and that was something I forgot we were supposed to talk about at the beginning. So we're wanting this to be in the 80s. 
Eh, ish. Ish. Uh, yeah. Late eighties, early nineties, nineteen eighty something, as uh, Adam Goldberg says. Exactly. Nineteen eighty X. Well, and because here's the thing: we talk about the past as if it's a precise cultural thing, and that is not how that works. Yeah. Like the first half of any decade is mostly is really just an the, extension yeah, of the previous the one. Decade. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll say nineteen eighty something, maybe nineteen ninety something. I don't like using nineteen ninety X. I'm going to do nineteen ninety something. That's okay. Sure. Nineteen eighty something, nineteen ninety something, something along there. So yeah, so uh, this is the the era of obnoxious furniture designs and lots of yep. blow. So we'll. Oh shit! No, IKEA found out about us. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> That's yep. Nah. And so we're trying. We're we're both selling moose wood too. Like okay, no, what it is is that IKEA wants to buy the entire Moosewood okay, Grove. Okay, so I'm going to tell right? you I'm going to tell you right there, uh, keep that as a rumor. Uh, we'll we'll okay. put a pin in yes. that. That is, I think, a good rumor to have. Uh, and it doesn't Very have to good. be IKEA, okay. but maybe a major uh, other nation is, is right. looking to Stockholm maybe... Furniture. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, so economically up and coming... And coming, uh, there's been a lot of which means it's full of new money and new people, not all of whom of know our ways. Lots of, uh, yeah, lots of development, influx of of citizens, of yuppies, uh, citizens, uh, gentrification. Yeah, there yep. you go. Um, so uh, I think and the stuff like <laughs> mom and pop. Okay, so um, the town may be uh, prospering, but uh, mom and pop businesses are starting to suffer because of it. Yeah, they're getting leaned on. Correct for their prospering. Yeah, Bring. well, and the town is is having to come to grips and with the fact that that is that is the intended businesses. course of capitalism, mm. like. Uh, Mom and pop video stores failed because Blockbuster had a better model. Blockbuster failed because Netflix had a better right. model. Like that is, Businesses. you know, regardless of our feelings toward those companies, that is how capitalism is supposed to yeah, work. If you business. have a better product at a at a better price, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's it's heartless and soulless, and that's why it's a bad system. <laughs> Good. Okay, uh, I need. We'll say. It says a notable local landmark is it says duplicate in a three-player game. I think I want three. So three local landmarks. Okay. Three major landmarks, uh, points of interest that a tourist would go and stop by and see. So or, one of them is. Go ahead. Actually, no. Hold on. We're not on landmark yet. Okay. Uh, local right. notable local organization. Okay. Uh, I want two of them. Maybe three. We'll we'll see where we're at after two. Um, I think there should be a fraternal organization, yeah. um, like the you know the Loyal Order of Water Buffalo or the Moose or the Elks or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, Moose is a little is a little on the antlers, obviously. Uh, so <laughs> uh, after after some local animal. So what's what's a cool local animal that would be up there that Thony won't get mad at me for suggesting. Probably a beaver. Or... That's what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, that's... Yeah, absolutely. Uh... The Benevolent Brotherhood of Beavers. Okay. Uh, and each organization has Benevolence Order of the Beavers. And like the Eagle Lodge have uh, Aries, uh, which signify each specific building. Uh their buildings are designated dams. So mm-hmm. right. dam number two seventy five or something nice. like that. Of course. Of the beavers. But like they tried to they tried to get it to take off like the moose and the elks, but it just didn't. Yeah. So they're lodge zero. <laughs> dam zero. So, so they're the only ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. dam zero. Okay. Uh another one. Hmm. Um Okay, so in the 80s, the the pulling panics, the moral panics over the content and character of the media children were consuming really began to swing up. And as this Thanks to small Indiana town... Jones. Exactly. Mm-hmm. As this small town, and their, and their Kali Ma and whatnot, um, as this small town is being infused with people from the outside world, with big city ideas and culture that comes from outside... Um, there has to be some kind of 
organization of worried mothers sure. uh, that is that is intent on preserving the quote moral and spiritual character of the town and the youth, but is just blatantly racist. Like maybe maybe oh. without realizing it. Okay, because I was thinking like sat- uh, satanic panic, like m- well, that mass, too. mass yeah. like mothers against Satan. Uh, mad mother. Well, yeah, mothers. Well, there's heard about there's, Dungeons and Dragons. It was mad. No, mad is mothers against drunk driving. Drunk driving. <laughs> drunk driving. I was saying mass. There, well, there was what? What was that? Well, one? mothers against Satan. Oh, okay. I thought there was one specifically against Dungeons and no, Dragons. There's one million moms, which is against. Uh, oh, anything it was that's it was bad. It was bothered world. about Dungeons and Dragons. That's what it was. <laughs> okay, thanks, Patricia Pulling. You dingbat. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, you're right. The the racism angle is probably too far, especially considering the like the racially tense. Or I just thought because like so much. So much Helen Lovejoy hand wringing. Think of the children is mm. actually like our children are listening to music from other people. Yeah. If you know what we're saying, <laughs> wink, wink. But but I think like I think genuine, genuine, <laughs> okay, good hearted so, so satanic panic a, is probably what, what more about interesting. A PTA then, like concerned mothers go. in general, like 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 PTAs are are big organizations. Every town has a PTA and a small town. I think yeah. the PTA has a lot of swing Ooh. on what the students are learning. Absolutely. Um, I like the what idea of the PTA for sure, but it, it's also, um, I kind of like the element of like what happened to the comics in the 1950s. So it's anything like supernatural or to where it's uh, a bad influence visually on our children, even though like there is a, mm-hmm. It, it's something that they're suppressing, even though it is surrounding the town. Like, it is something that they're just not talking about, and they're keeping it under the rug. Okay, uh, so what we're going to call it is, instead of a parent-teachers association, it's still mm-hmm. going to be PTA, but it's a parental township uh, association. Authority. Authority. I like uh, that. Yeah. Uh, parental township authority. And they are concerned about the well-being of their of their offspring uh, in any sort of different way. They can fit any kind of uh, thing we need them to fit into, whether there is a moral, like they're morally angry about something. Moral, spiritual, whatever. If it's stuff like that. But the the parents have come together to decide to murder the child rapist. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry! Sorry, that I, that, yeah, that went up. Uh, that escalated quite quickly, well, it's, my it's, friend. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, right? That's what happened. They murdered him, right? <laughs> they killed. They killed Freddy Krueger. Yeah, they well, America. They did, and he came back and murdered their children. Yeah. Well, let's see like, what I happens know that... in this fucking town. But that was... seems like the kind of thing. That this kind of town. <laughs> Sorry, I thought we were gonna go like uh, Neighborhood Watch, and if they find you with like yeah, naughty comics, they'll take idea, it away. Too. Like stern. Well, yeah, like, they've done that. But they've also finger. murdered the child rapist that was in this town. That's a uh, good rumor. Well, that's I... a good rumor. Okay, fine. That's, that's a, that is an excellent rumor. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, write and, that down. That's that's an that's a rumor that started specific actually i can't tell you there's an aspect of rumors that i can't i can't oh, say about okay uh, uh Ooh, we'll talk about that right. when we get to the write that down nigel okay uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's so good child rapist was murdered murdered by parents can we just say child murderer i mean we can we can include that assumption in there i just don't want to say rapist any more times than i have sure. to child uh, predator. Not that child murderer is any better. <laughs> I feel, child I feel way more comfortable and calm. Child murderer okay. opposed yeah. to rapist. Uh, well, I mean, Nigel, you're. I was going to say, the outside. There's some truly upsetting yeah, shit in dude. there, and I've had to read all of it out loud. Yeah. Yeah. It's... yeah. Uh, one of the outsiders dies. I forgot which one. Mm-hmm. And then stay golden pony boy and yeah. that's the end of the book i don't know what's so disturbing about that to you casey okay uh uh local landmarks i want three of them oh wait wait wait. we need one more we need one more local organization so we've got the benevolent order of beavers we've got the parental township authority oh they're the bobs the benevolent oh, nice. order of beavers yeah. <laughs> the bobbies uh, um, uh uh i heard a rumor that all of the guys in bob are named Bob. <laughs> God damn it. That's exactly the kind That's of dumb true. thing kids would believe. Kids say, are such yeah. idiots. My dad's name's Robert, and he belongs to that. That makes no sense. <laughs> That's very good. So, well, And so every kid thinks that every person who is named Bob belongs to it, whether or not they actually do. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, give me give me one more give me one more uh, local organization. Okay, so those are both like social groups. Mm-hmm. I think we need uh, like an economic one, oh, okay. like maybe some kind of council. Well, because like because the Moosewood um, for a long time has been you know part of their local economy and local heritage, uh-huh. but as it's really booming up, there there is now a lot of concern over like how do we handle the demand for this product right, uh, and so oh i got a local fast food joint would that work oh yeah i was just thinking um that, uh, i think that would be a landmark uh oh, not, okay not an, uh, an organization uh we'll say uh the town development council town development council so okay. they they deal with the Ooh, development of the, the, the true town. the true evil of the town bureaucracy yeah capitalism yeah Yeah. (laughs) nice it's not even capitalism it's the bureaucracy we're the ones in charge of trying to make sure the town goes uh i don't have to do that like i know uh if you have something else for a name of it casey um no that if we if we if we stumble on something better sure but i'm fine with town development or just something town the council's town econ Town Economic Development League. There's something. We'll play around with it. Not a big deal. The Office of Economic Development. The Ooks? Ooks. I mean, everything sounds... doesn't need a, an acronym. <laughs> Though, I, that's funny that like, the does. townies are like, those damn Ooks. <laughs> like, wait. Everybody <laughs> thinks they're being racist, yeah. which plays into the town's history. <laughs> okay. Um, what about a major business? Like like someone that that is kind of moving in, maybe they're buying up all the properties, stuff like that. Um, a reclusive and eccentric furniture designer who has been <gasps> brought here by the town specifically to to like. So this goes hand in hand with the rumor that like IKEA or not IKEA or whatever wants to buy all this moose wood. So the town forefathers or whoever the town development council brought this eccentric furniture designer here to be like, no, 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 mm-hmm. you are going to be Remy to our chef Skinner and design this line of of furniture exclusively for us so that we're going to be able to sell. Yeah. Um, I, I don't need a specific person. I need a group of things. I actually think what we have, <laughs> the two things we have is good enough. Um, and if okay. I need to add anything else to it, we can. Uh, Which two things? The Benevolent Order of the Beavers oh, okay. and the Parental Township Association. Okay. Yeah, I that's think fine. these are two good organizations. It gives me a lot to play with. Um, yeah. And like, we'll talk about uh, businesses and stuff like that. And yeah, and there aren't hard limitations. There can be other things yeah, in town. If I, these if are just I need two to add really stuff, big. But these mm. are the two big things that we're going to start basing everything yeah. off of. Um, right. Notable landmarks. Um, I was going to say uh, French's famous uh, fried chicken, uh, and they've they've had like a secret recipe from the South since they tried to merge with them. Yes. That's the reason why they wanted to merge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we love fried chicken. Uh, French's fried chicken. Uh, famous, famous fried chicken. So there's a spot. Um, in in the middle of town it's like on the dividing line where the secession to the south wanted to happen where like they proposed splitting the town down the middle mm-hmm. and it's where like the worst battle of their mini civil war uh-huh. was fought and here's the thing here's the thing it's talked up like it was a massacre like it was a bloodbath but in reality like one dude just smacked another in the back of the head and like that was the very worst thing that happened okay. <laughs> but it's still talked about <laughs> so are, are you talking about like a monument how big like a, a plaque oh or... no it's a monument absolutely it's, it's their, it's their uh, statue of Jebediah Springfield <laughs> monuments uh, to our fallen there because <laughs> the guy fell over <laughs> <laughs> Monument to you our guys, uh, I love you guys. Love this you is like, so much fun. Um, uh, Casey, you don't need to do it now, but you need to give me an inscription on this monument. Okay, yeah. Uh, one more. Um, let's talk. Let's talk something uh, uh, geographical. Uh, what kind of defining feature of the land, the area, the something? Like, I want something that uh, isn't made by people. How about a gorge? I like okay. that. Uh, 
either either a gorge or like a specific copse of uh, of moose wood that has never been explored for some reason. Like it's just this sort of primordial primordial virgin forest that everybody's a little wary of for some reason. Spooky maybe spooky forest. Yeah, and or gorge. Maybe there's a gorge in the forest. Spooky we'll gorge. Find out about, we'll find out about that in our rumen. So spooky forest, uh, un, unexplored area of the ta- of the, yeah. the woods surrounding the town. Unexplored area of the woods. Surrounding yeah, the you town. pull up your map and it's just a, it's a big blank uh, area. I want a big body of water, so there's going to be a lake somewhere around here. Mm, sure, uh, because every good kids with bikes adventure has uh, creepy water people that come you gotta out have of a lake the, out of the lake. Um, yep. Okay. Uh, there's a lake, uh, and I like that because with large body of waters, more than likely there are rivers that run through the woods mm-hmm. too. Um, I don't know. <laughs> so I like dumb. I like water when it comes to these kind what? of. What? No, oh, I was just thinking uh, Lake Goose Pond. <laughs> lake yep. Goose Pond. That's the name of it. It's so good. And it's yeah. And there's. And there's an island in the middle, yeah. like a like yeah. a like a spooky mystery island. Where we're like at. And some other guy live. <laughs> uh, yep. Lake Goose Pond. Are there, lo- are there Lake Goose Pond? Are there any God goose? Damn are you there any goose uh, at this lake? No. no. I ain't no fucking geese. Uh, I've never seen a geese. <laughs> no, there's just one. It's just one goose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, here's the thing. It's not Lake Geese Pond. It's Lake Goose Pond. Oh, it's just the one goose pond. It's the untitled Goose Pond. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the lonely. Goose. I was gonna say. I was going to say that there were never any geese, but that one idiot who lived there before the town grew out, before it was like a local fixture, there was one idiot who was convinced it was full of geese, but when everybody else got there, they were actually like sea otters or some shit. I like, like, he just like, is that not a goose? I like that, but I <laughs> I like it to where it was a selling point, to where it got more people to uh, buy like real estate up there, just like the love of goose, or geese, if you will. No, love of goose. Everybody comes yeah. to see the one goose. He's like, he's the little Sebastian. Oh, yeah. the little town mascot. I mean, I guess it's a tiny horse. I don't know what the big deal is. <laughs> uh, okay. It's a tiny seahorse. Uh, where are we? That was almost my gym. It's a good game. Seven, eight. Uh, we need a sports. Okay. Um, they don't talk about it, but I want to mention this. Uh, grade levels of your characters. How old are you guys? I, 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 I don't rightly know, sir. I'm I'm ten. I just turned ten. Okay. I'm a young teen. Uh, my character canonically does not know how old he is, but I have here on his sheet. I have Squiggle fourteen question mark. Okay, fourteen. Yeah, I like or, that. Or if that's too old, he can be twelve or thirteen. Whatever. No, what I mean? like I like high school more than I like middle school. Middle schools are plagues on this nation. Yeah. So it's true. Uh, either yeah. Uh, middle schooler and high schooler, I think, is good. Um, yeah, because I think any older than 14 and you're driving, and that defeats the purpose of being a kid on a bike. Uh, so I think oh, 14 no, sir. is I good. won't sit behind one of them devil horses' wheels. <laughs> uh, okay, so... If the Lord meant for us to have feet of rubber upon which to ride, we'd uh, be born with trees at the end of our knees. High school sports, uh, I'm going to make a call on this one and say it's hockey. Uh, oh, okay. Because sure. it's Alaska. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Cross-country skiing. Okay, well, we'll say is hockey is the major sport. Cross-country snowboarding, which got which got all the way to the starting stage before people realized why that wouldn't right. work. <laughs> Hockey is the major, and then curling is an up-and-coming sport uh, okay. happening around in the yeah. town. A lot of because uh, we need a, a little dads. bit of weirdness in this town. We Hockey do, the but there's sport. wait, there's what's like what's a southern sport that they tried to import as like a cultural thing oh, during the civil uh, war what is that like bocce ball or something or like like dr- dressage the like horse dancing one <laughs> it's the darts one. uh lawn darts yeah like a lawn dart yeah, those type. are illegal in california i mean in the united states well we're not in the united states so yes we are exactly we are in alaska are that is we? part of the united states oh see i thought we were on canada See, that's the thing. Nobody's quite sure if we are in America or oh, Canada. I love that. Spencer's Folly is, um, it falls right on the border, so it's its own, like, exactly. no man's land. So nobody, nobody's sure. That's illegal. No, it's not. Maybe you're right. Okay, what's the sports team name? Uh, Snowpiercers. <laughs> nope. 
Come on. <laughs> nope. We are not. Shut the fuck up, Nigel. You're why don't adorable. we just? Why don't we just make this entire this entire story on a train? Don't you tempt me with a good time. <laughs> um. All right. What's a good? It's, okay. So the sports name for for the hockey people have got to be. Uh, <laughs> it's got to be something directly related like the like the union preservers or oh, something God. really heavy-handed <laughs> the, the lincolns we can go the rebels but no no uh, <laughs> uh they are the the spencer's folly uh defender of states rights jesus god or preservers okay. of the union no, I, what, I, what, uh, I, no, what I've been really liking is these kind of really dumb, Puto? ironic names for things. So you have uh, the we have the statue of the fallen because someone fell over. Uh, we have uh, Goose Pond, Lake Goose Ooh. Pond, which has no lake. So think of something. I like along the fallen. Those. Um, oh yeah, the fallen. This the Spencer's folly fallen. Okay, uh, fallen. So that's hockey, and the curling team is called the Woolly Mammoths, <laughs> Ground Sloths, the Megafauna. Ooh, they are they are the Los Angeles. It's <laughs> 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 very good. Um, curling, the Spencer's Folly Shrimp, <laughs> the Fighting Krill. Oh, I like that. It's bringing a Southern flavor to it. <laughs> the, the, the Spencer's Folly Beignets. <laughs> No, you know what? Okay, so it's so the so the hockey team are the are the Spencer's Folly preservers of the Union, or or okay, so that the and the other ones and the curling ones are the, the defenders of states' rights. There you go. I like the fallen. I think I'm going to keep the fallen. Um, okay, for hockey or curling, we'll table curling for now and come back to it. Uh, okay. I don't know how important. None of us are sports people, so I don't know how important sports are going to tie into this game. Our characters could be very enthusiastically bad at That's them. True. Who knows? Well, I mean, I mean, cross country skiing is a real sport that is that is practiced in Alaska at the high school level. Okay, I don't know anything about it beyond that. <laughs> I mean, kind of, yeah, I know like, it's an endurance like it's, sport. It's, uh, it's, I mean, there's a lot of different things. I'm sure there's other things. I think hockey is the best one. Uh, we just need yeah. some place for the town to gather. Um, to see stuff happening at different points in time. Sure. Okay, so the last part, and this is my favorite part, and this is my favorite part of the entire game, and that is rumors. Uh, yeah. Every town has uh, skeletons in front of their grocery stores. Um, yep. This town is no different. Uh, and as children, uh, the scuttlebutt is, is plentiful at your school. Um, especially because you are small kids, uh, everything is a rumor. Someone says something, you definitely believe that thing because, well, your friend said it and they know what they're talking about. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so the way this is going to work, guys, is uh, you need to start every one of these sentences with, I heard a rumor that, and then you're going to tell me uh, mm -hmm. what the rumor is. Uh, it's part of the ritual of the game. It has nothing to do with what's about to happen, but I like the idea that... Uh, you guys are starting to develop your characters, and you're starting to tell uh, what kind of rumors your characters have heard. Mm -hmm. A rumor that we'll start with you, uh, well, whoever one of you wants to start if you guys have one. I heard a rumor that uh, there's a streetlight killer on the loose, so that like as soon as uh, the streetlights come on, uh, you gotta get home before it gets you. If they come on... He comes out will murders you and like and the way you can tell he's coming is that according to rumor if he walks underneath one of them it turns off, off. Yep. so you can see yeah you can see it coming towards you or ooh that's very spooky he does a clicking with his teeth as well oh huh. <laughs> that's very upsetting. so as you see him walking the lights go off as he clicks <laughs> and you can't tell if he's uh if it's a clatter of the teeth or if it's just a clicking of the tongue. Okay, Casey, do you have one? <laughs> uh, I heard a rumor that on the spooky island in the middle of uh, Lake Goose Pond, the town fathers have installed uh, an eccentric mad furniture scientist <laughs> to, uh, 
to try and uh, to try and create something for them that'll give them a definitive edge with this this war for the moosewood. Eccentric. He's a mad furniture scientist. Uh, eccentric. Furniture. Mad. No. Furniture <laughs> scientist. Furniture. Casey, I know like you love to embrace the weird, but I need something that I can uh, understand and read back to myself once we're playing. I don't understand what's so hard about mad furniture. What <laughs> is a furniture scientist? Uh, what does a furniture it, okay. scientist do? He makes furniture, furniture with mad science. science. I don't yeah. get what's so hard about so this. So he's an eccentric but, okay, eccentric creator. Sure, eccentric furniture. Okay, see, here's the thing. In reality, much like uh, when one of Doug's classmates' dads was rumored to be a mad scientist, but in reality, he was just an eccentric donut maker and brought delicious donuts to class for everyone. In reality, this guy is probably just an eccentric furniture designer. But as far as the kids are concerned, here comes this guy. He looks weird. I'm picturing him like the albino guy from uh, the Venture Brothers, but like he's just <laughs> this really strange... He lives in a house, because this is an old, old old town with old old buildings but he built a house on goose pond lake island and it's like the height of modernity it looks like it looks like a house from the 80s movie about you know how in the 80s movies every building was controlled by computers like in poltergeist 3 and in smart house and shit so it's like (laughs) it's this angular it's all glass and chrome and white it looks fucking weird as hell compared to these hundred year old buildings so it looks like a mad scientist lad okay so uh i'm uh uh, adding an amendment to our national lawn marks there is lake goose pond but there is also goose pond lake Ooh. Uh, Goose Pond Lake <laughs> is quite small. The, the, the Greenland and Iceland of our town. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And there's one, no wait, there's one on each side of where the secession line would have right. been. <laughs> uh, and, this is so good. Uh, Goose Pond Lake has a lot of ducks. Yes. Okay. Uh, and it's tiny, like, it's definitely like a man-made lake, like someone decided to make Goose this. Pond Lake has a lot of ducks, and Lake Goose Pond is, in fact, a mountain. <laughs> sure, we can do that, that if we want. Right. No, that's dumb! No, stop it! <laughs> that's dumb! That is where you draw the line, Casey! <laughs> okay, alright, yes, Lake Goose Pond is a mountain. <laughs> Damn it. No. But nobody talks about it. Oh, jeez. Okay, mine is uh, the PTA uh, once killed uh, child predator. A Freddy, yeah, predator. That's that's a much better word because yeah. it's 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 vague and flexible enough to mean predator. whatever horrible thing your mind can uh, imagine. And hit the body. God damn it! Sorry, it's just. <laughs> They're just getting uh, Nightmare what? on Elm Street confused with Predator. Yeah. <laughs> just like... Yeah. <laughs> that's very well, good. And that's the most important thing we need to know about rumors, and this is a crux of the game. As the GM, I am going to decide uh, how valid any of these rumors are, if they okay. are valid at all. Sure. Uh, so maybe there is a streetlight killer. Maybe it's something else. Who knows? Maybe there right. is a killer on the loose, but you don't know that. But what you think is a street guy like killer isn't a killer, but something else. Right. Uh, maybe the PTA just murdered a guy for shits and giggles and not actually because yeah. they were a bad person. Who knows? They're actually a thrill kill. Cult. That's yeah. what we're going to find out as we explore this game. So Nigel, yeah. I need another rumor from you. So, um, I heard a rumor. That if you slip a five um, to the box office guy at the theaters, he'll let you in to see rated R movies. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Uh, slip a five to the box office. But nobody's guy. nobody's quite sure which guy. Well, um, so that's from uh, what I heard. Uh, it was the guy with, that likes the Ramones shirts. Okay. Like, uh, okay. The the box office guy that wears Ramon shirts mm-hmm. wears Ramones shirts or Sex Pistols. It's one of the two. Right. Generic punk band shirts. Mm-hmm. But don't call him generic punk. But not the Velvet Underground. No. If you talk to the Velvet Underground shirt guy. He'll narc. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Velvet He'll Underground shirt guy will paddle tail. Yeah. Unless he's shirt wearing his Velvet guy. Underground featuring Nico shirt. Mm. <laughs> this is too complicated. I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Velvet Underground shirt guy will narc. Okay. Uh, Casey. 
Yeah. Um. Okay. So there's a lumber mill um, because we're a lumber town, right. and before there was a lumber, but before there was a like a modern modern mechanized lumber mill, there was an older one where people did a lot of the milling by hand, like in like in Walnut Grove, and um, there was a terrible accident and it burned down. Um, which is and and the the new mill is built on on top of it. And this is this isn't the rumor. This is part of town history, but there's. A rumor, I heard a rumor, rather, that one of the lumbermen's spirit uh, still wanders about looking for his lost axe. Uh, lumber mill burned and down. And nobody, and different different versions of the rumor say he wanders in the town or he wanders in the spooky forest. Uh, one of the spirits wanders the town looking... Or spooky forest. The town. I'm, or when I board. say the town, when I say the town, I mean the entire area in general. Oh, okay, yeah, the capital T town. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the town uh, wanders the town, looking for his lost axe. Okay, uh, Nigel. Mm-hmm. Oh, you already did one. It's my turn, right? Yeah, you're up. I'm after you. Yeah. Give me a second. I'm trying to think. So, uh, I heard a rumor that the elementary school was built, uh, on the far end side of the town away from the forest, uh, because the, uh, undeveloped, uh, the unexplored area, uh, were calling kids in, uh, and they weren't coming back. Ooh. Nice. Okay. Oh, and, and Phony, going back to my first one about the mad furniture scientist, that is folded in with, like, the, the Scandinavian big furniture interest is trying to horn in on yeah. our moose wood. So that yeah. is specifically why this guy is being brought here. Okay. Okay, uh, I got one. Hit me. So, um, I heard a rumor that, uh, the, the benevolent, what was it, the beaver? The Bobs. The Bobs. Um, yeah. they originally, um, started because... There's actually giant beavers that um, that lurk the lake in the forest, and so they have to build dams around our town to stop them from uh, taking us away. Nigel, you are one of my favorite people in the world. Uh, which is funny because you are. It's kind of tying into what I was going to say. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to add to this rumor right oh. now. So the bobs, uh, the bobs are building uh, giant dams, right, mm-hmm. to protect from giant beavers. Yeah. Right. From giant beavers mm-hmm. that live uh, in somewhere near the town. Yeah, no one can really like because of all the changes that are happening happening recently. Like, there's no like all the proof gets taken out because of the new uh, the gentrification that's happening. Okay, um, Spencer's folly is called. Uh, sorry, I heard a rumor that Spencer's folly is called Spencer's folly. Because the ground that um, this town was built on, and you guys can help me revise this, find make the language more fine when I'm mm-hmm. finished with that, um, is evil. It Ooh. it is yep. an unnatural like like area, whatever you want to call it. It it it's bad. Is uh, a hellmouth. Uh, yeah, that's what I'll say. Like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. Um, the town was built on a hellmouth. Uh, Fair enough. And the founder of the town went crazy and murdered um, his entire family. Okay, dope. So I heard a rumor. I don't know if it's on top of a hellmouth or outside of a hellmouth. I'd have to go back and right reread Buffy to. Uh, uh, it's 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 top. nearby. It's near enough to be an influence. Mm. It might be directly on top. We don't we don't know. Okay, that reminds me, um, because of the whole Kildazil family thing. So, uh, listeners, this is going to date this episode terribly, but uh, we just lost Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. which uh, was very, very strange and very sad. There's a lot to say about him, and a lot of people are saying a lot of things, but it's it's still a very weird, strange thing. Um, and planters... <laughs> Oh, had carried on God. an advertising campaign <laughs> where they they killed Mr. Peanut in what I understand was spectacular and violent fashion, mm-hmm. um, which which they have since rolled back and said we're not gonna we're just we're, we're, we're not. And I just love the idea that Planters was like no, 
people can't lose this too. <laughs> like you know they've <laughs> they've suffered enough. Which, so wait, they, uh, they, they 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 negated the that Mr. Peanut died. They got rid of. Oh that. yeah, they put a and see it's it's interesting because historically death in advertising campaigns like that big you know promotional stuff doesn't work well in uh. I forget exactly when. I want to say the 90s. The WWE killed off uh, Vince McMahon, who was, I think, like the chairman, but he was also a character, like in the whole yeah. WWE yeah. storyline. And then person. one of their wrestlers, well, yeah, and then one of their wrestlers, Chris Benoit, oh, God. literally went. Exactly. He killed himself and his entire family. Yeah, his wife and, it and was his son. Horrifying. Exactly, and the the WWE said, you know what? We're just gonna pretend we didn't make that whole thing that. happen. Vince McMahon is fine. <laughs> oh, let's God. let's let's just move on. Um, and I don't know. So the idea that America couldn't handle losing Kobe and Mr. Peanut, which is also in the same, technically, aka Bill Hader, who voiced Mr. Peanut for a bit there. I did not know uh, that. Robert Downey Jr. also voiced uh, Mr. Peanut for a while. Of that course I didn't he did. Know, but... Why wouldn't he have? <laughs> Height of his career, man. Okay, uh, give me one second. There we go. Uh, last one, Casey Hills. Well, no pressure, buddy. I usually i lean i lean towards the more fantastical, uh, just because they're more fun, and that's because how i that's how I work as a person. But uh, I better go with a more mundane one. I think there's a rumor that uh the owner of the local um like the five and dime um like you know they've got they've got like a soda fountain in there so it's not it's not quite competing with the with the Mm -hmm. fried chicken place uh but it's it's a similar sort of establishment but it's also like a general store or whatever uh sort of a sort of a dosis market if you will Uh, yeah um i heard a rumor that the owner of that place uh, is actually a vampire because he never Ooh. seems to sleep. He's <laughs> always there. Always. Owner it doesn't matter when you go there, store. he is there. The soda shop, you want to say? Uh, uh, sure. Uh, the Yeah, the soda shop, the town pharmacy, the... Yeah, 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 like an old-fashioned pharmacy. Yeah, yeah. You can get a grape phosphate and some scrapple. I like that it's both of those. Yeah. yeah, pharmacy. Well, it's it's the catch-all. Like, uh, we'll it's say the general store. Pharmaceuticals and a Sunday. The general store, sure, sure. The general store. Yeah. And see, if you say, well, yeah, he's also there during the daytime. Aha, but he's inside. Can, can we call it the Four Corners? Uh, four Corners sure. General Store. Four Corners Pharmacy, General Store and Pharmacy. <laughs> yeah. There's general Store. Well, just so it's, so then, like, you can have different, like, you could... The pharmacy, the soda. So the Four Corners General Store and Pharmacy, they cater to a different crowd than the fried chicken place. So yeah. it's not a it's not a competition between them. No, uh, but there is emerging yeah. industries like they've never really been to a McDonald's or a Burger King or anything like that. So these are and this isn't a rumor. This is the reality of the town. Uh, major organizations are starting to move in and kind of encroach on all of these things. Yeah. Okay, uh, so that is it for world building, and I think we have done enough for it today. Absolutely. It's a natural conclusion. Uh, Unless you guys want to move to character creation, but I would rather us wait. Yeah, let's wait. Okay. Let's give the listeners a chance to really inhabit Spencer's Folly. Let's give them a chance to grow into these pants and see where they fit in this sleepy little town of ours. Okay. Well... Uh, everybody, uh, thank you for our first episode uh, yeah. of Peculiar Objects. Uh, we hope we record more. Uh, we have no idea when this is going to be released. It's true. Because yeah. our schedules are inconsistent and... Sporadic at best. And we can maybe record once a month sometimes, if yep. that. If that. Uh, but... Uh, so you know what, listeners? Uh, get at us on Twitter. Let us know. Would you prefer, like we just release and record when we can mm. or do you want us to wait and record a whole bunch and release them as consistently as we can like what what suits your lifestyle better yeah. by the time this gets released we'll have a backlog of episodes so it won't matter probably i'll cut that part that's the beauty of being the <laughs> no i like that i mean like and that's a fun way to see you know how much of interest yeah. and well, you know how much pressure we're yeah, gonna put listener on ourselves. interaction is important so guys please listen to our other podcasts i don't know what podcasts uh we have out at the time you're listening to it so 
Uh, Fair. Go on semiautomagicinc.com and see what uh, podcasts we have available. All that amazing uh, there's, content, yeah. There's that one. There's that one uh, with Casey Hills in it. It's true. Yes. And there's the other one with Casey Hills in it. Also My true. And the, the one other, other one with Casey Hills in it. So. Okay, look. <laughs> It's true. Uh, I am in all of our shows, and I feel very self-conscious about it, so thanks, Tony. Yeah. Uh, but well, yes. but I was general enough that it could mean any of the shows that we are doing at the time this episode gets There you <laughs> go. Presently, uh, presently, you can go and listen to me and our buddy Nicholas uh, read through the Sherlock Holmes canon mm. over at The Final Podblum, which is a lot of fun. Um, and you can listen to me and our buddies Dylan and Christina, that self-same Dylan Spencer, for whom the town is named. Uh, you can listen to him run D&D for us over at Dice and Virtue. And God willing and the Crick Don't Rise, by the time this comes out, you'll be able to listen to Thony and I uh, watch through Hey Arnold over at the Gerald Field Report. So go check those out. Um, you can follow us on Twitter for all of those. We should not be difficult to find. Go ahead and get at us. Let us know what you think about this and about all our doings up in that mysterious misty little town all right guys uh as always uh i love you and i hope you I listeners you too, have i'm talking to my listeners Casey. Oh. <laughs> fair enough i still love you though i love all my Doesn't listeners and i'm glad you guys have tuned into this uh amazing podcast and maybe this is your fifth watch through i mean your fifth listen yeah. through or your 12th or your 20th maybe mm-hmm. you know if you if you enjoy this Tell a friend, and, like, the the instinct as a person who's making content is to try and promote it as much as possible, get it into as many ears or eyes or whatever have you as possible, and that's definitely a factor, but, like, this is the beginning of 2020, and the world is, uh, the world is a precarious hostile place right now uh there's a new virus that's sweeping through (laughs) china like literal wildfire um our president is giving very real signs that if impeached to the point of removal he would resist that uh so it's there's a lot of really bad shit going on right now and if you think your friends would enjoy a goofy story about uh some youths getting into misadventures up in a fishkinal a fishkinal alaskan town uh you know maybe send this over their way and say hey forget about the madness and uh come explore these peculiar objects i vote that the name of this episode is fishkinal uh, Alaskan town. God damn it. Nice. Fishkinol Alaskan town. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Bye, all our buddies. Bye, all our buddies. Bye, guys.